Thank you and good morning. Hello, everyone. I'm Tamara Rossander and I'm okay, this is still kind of weird to me. I'm the spiritual director for the Center of Spiritual Living White Rock. And it's a pleasure to be with you today. We're so happy to have our very own talented, well, I kind of claim him as ours because we just love having him back all the time. Ranj Singh is our musician today. And Ranj makes music with a distinct Indian Western flair that draws on the singer-songwriter and self-taught guitarist love for rock music and heartfelt lyrics. He refers to his unique blend of music as Indo-Canadian folk. Love it. Thanks. Let's give Ranj a welcome, a warm, warm welcome. Thank you. Since I was a child, I dreamed There's something more out there for me Somewhere deep inside A hunger to survive To be the best that I can be And one day soon I'm gonna someday Someday all the world will see Someday soon I'm gonna leave this all behind Live my dream Cause I believe I paid all my dues And I put in the time I know my day is near Pushed through all the pain Fell down, got up again Showed no mercy, no fear Look into my eyes, fires burning bright I want a taste of victory Don't stand in my way, cause I am not afraid Bring to life a childhood dream And one day soon I'm gonna someday Someday all the world will see Someday soon I'm gonna leave this all behind Live my dream Cause I believe I believe I believe I Ever since I was a child I dreamed 
There's something more out there for me Somewhere deep inside A hunger to survive To be the best that I can be And someday soon I'm gonna someday Someday all the world will see Someday soon I'm gonna leave this all behind Live my dream cause I believe I believe, I believe, I believe Someday soon I'm gonna, someday soon Someday all the world will see Someday soon I'm gonna, someday soon Someday everyone will see Thank you very much. Soon, I will because I believe, and I think that's here at Centers for Spiritual White Rock. We focus, we engage with our beliefs, and I know that at Rent that will help. And so, thank you for that beautiful performance. Thank you. And I know we can catch you at different places, um, like Gracie's and Lat are in Twas in there, and you play all around. So maybe could you put your website in our chat for us? so we'll that we can uh, get everybody to follow you. Sounds great, thank so, you. Great, thanks. And I'd like to take this moment to offer a warm welcome to any of our first time guests. And please put in the chat where you're from, zooming in from today. We have somebody on our leadership team that will definitely check in and say hello. And as we settle in today, I'd like to, and begin our gathering, I'd like to acknowledge that I'm a settler on this land. And I am honored to live and operate on the traditional ancestral unceded territory of the Coast Salish peoples. I wanna thank the first peoples who continue to live on these lands and care for them along with the waters and all that is above and all that is below. As at CSL White Rock, we are an inclusive spiritual community and learning center. We teach spiritual principles and offer tools to use in all areas of your lives on a regular and consistent basis. When we live by principle, life flows easier, choices are clearer, and seemingly miracles are everyday occurrences. There is just, there is wonder in every single day, just waiting for us to live it. So let's start that today. So I am fortunate today to be able to introduce one of our um, guest speakers, Reverend Champion Fleming. They have been a minister with us here. They've walked this path with us for the last year and a bit. They're also an organizational development consultant, a leadership coach, and they work with national nonprofits and labor unions committed to anti-racist strategies that lead to cultural and political change. Champion has worked for decades on LGBTQIA issues, AIDS awareness, poverty, and racism. And Reverend Champion has served CSL White Rock in many capacities, including uh, organizational development consultant, facilitating workshops, teaching classes, leading meditation, and participating as our Sunday speaker and presider. 
And some of us are just completing their transforming course, cultivating a miracle consciousness. So what I love is that Reverend Champion brings their humor, warmth, and their love of the divine to every place they are. Please welcome Reverend Champion Fleming. Thank you, Tamara. Thank you, Jill. Thank you, Ranj, for everything that came before. It's really great to be here today. And um, I want to congratulate you, Tamara, soon to be Reverend Tamara, on your role as the spiritual director of CSL White Rock. I know it must be really comforting and also exciting that you've landed in this role for, for me and for everyone in the community and for you too. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, and Jill, I want to really thank you for your meditation. I think that your presence in this community continues to be so authentic and it allows us to really grieve. Um, we're, we're gathering today for many different reasons. And I think Jill, as you lift uh, this meditation, even through your tears, you're, you're giving us permission to really feel the devastation of what we're seeing around the world. And I appreciate that. You may be here today um, at the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock because we teach and practice the science of mind philosophy. Or you may be here because your friend thought it would be good for you to get some spiritual support, or perhaps your daughter or your mother coaxed you along for some reason. But however you came to be here in this Zoom room this morning, you've magically arrived at the Center for Spiritual Living White Rock. And here we are, this group of us, called here for different reasons, but now by fate, by serendipity, by the magic of the way spirit works, we are the perfect constellation of beings at the perfect time in the evolution of this community. We are a community of care, a community of belonging and a community that believes in the power and possibility of love. And so as we gather today, our world is experiencing armed conflict in more than 70 locations around the planet. In the Ukraine, in Haiti, Palestine, Burkina Faso, Myanmar, just to name a few just to name the tip of the iceberg of the devastation we're seeing, hearing and feeling around the globe. And when we see and feel and hear this, we may wanna hide from it. We, might, we may wanna deny it. We may wanna resist it. And overall, it may question us it may cause us to question our own spiritual work, our own spiritual practice. Are we having any impact? Are we really a beneficial presence in the, in the world? 
And when I was looking out this last week, I spent the week really in resistance. Very disheartened, uh, having a feeling of power, powerlessness as I watched the Russian army mass and then move into Ukraine. I, sp I felt especially devastated by the disparate responses to refugees fleeing the country and their access to transport and sanctuary was based on race. And in my sadness and in my hopelessness, I was in this question, did God make me in its likeness and image or am I making God in my own likeness, in my own lack, in my belief in this power that I'm seeing around the planet? And I found that I had to really dig deep this week and to turn toward the science of mind, which has been a philosophy that's been my personal salvation that I had to go in and boost up my spiritual practices and to let go of the why and let go of the how and to go in and just affirm the idea that peace is possible everywhere for everyone. Because I was made in the likeness and image of the divine. Each one of us was made in that likeness and image. And I believe in the power and love of the human family. I believe in the divine and sacred activity of all life everywhere. And as I turn within into my silence, into my practice, I recommitted myself to an attention to a dedication to love. And the most simple thing I could do in response to what I was seeing was figure out how to express this love. Who can I reach out to today? Who is nearby me? Who can I share my loving care with? And so I reached out to people in my family, in my community. But I wanna also lift, you know, there is a center for spiritual living in the Ukraine. It's called Tomenos. And it's, it's um, sp spiritual director and the sort of link in the US is a woman named Barbara Leger. And I can share this in the chat later. Um, and she put out a call for support for her center and the people that run the center in the Ukraine. So how do we attend to the study of love, the ambition of love, the resource that love is when we're in the midst of this? Um, and you may have not, you may notice when I talk, when I speak, I ask questions because 
I want to activate the wisdom in the room, in this Zoom space, that we all hold a high level of wisdom and that we can access it. And questions are a great way to do that. So how do we attend to the study of love, the ambition of love? How do we activate the resource that love is in the midst of what we're seeing? And I hope in that question, you find some hope, you find some ideas, some inspiration, and something that may be supportive to you in this moment. But I went way back. <laughs> um, you know, in 1927, the Science of Mind magazine published a, a writing by Ernest Holmes that was titled, What We Believe. And it became sort of the deck, we call it now the Declaration of Principles. And in some communities, and I'm not sure, I've never been in person with you at White Rock, but it's printed in the program or it's on, a, on the wall or in some places, like in my place at East Bay, we used to uh, speak it out loud every week. And so I noticed as I was turning within this week that I was finding solace in these words. We believe in God, the living spirit almighty, one indestructible, absolute and self-existent cause. This idea that there's only one, there's only one thing happening here. And that this one manifests itself in and through all creation, but is not absorbed by its creation. The manifest universe is the body of God. It is the logical and necessary outcome of the infinite self-knowingness of God. And what and where is this living spirit almighty right now? And why, why is there behavior that shows me that as humans, we believe we are making God in our likeness? Where is the divine? Where is and what is the divine? And so Ernest Holmes, who drew a lot of inspiration from ancient Indian wisdom, the Vedas, the Upanishads, the Bhagavad Gita, he was so passionate about us expanding our sense of the divine, that it was within us, that it surrounds us, that we're, we are actually an expression of it. And the Vedas say that our true self is boundless existence, pure consciousness, abiding bliss, and that this shines as an eternal light within our hearts. We don't have to become anything we don't have to do anything new. We don't have to become anything new. We just have to remember who we already are, that we are beautiful, blissful, powerful, 
eternally whole in our presence and our essence. And so when we see this war, this devastation, the loss of life and dignity of people, it's like, where is the divine in this? And I think for me, this idea that this is life being lived backwards, that we don't really believe in evil, but evil is live, live, lived backwards. You spell it in reverse. And it, and it just made me think of Thich Nhat Hanh, um, who recently transitioned. And he realized that the roots of war were outside of Vietnam as well as inside it. When he was a Buddhist monk in Vietnam during the, the US war in Vietnam, he advocated for peace and reconciliation rather than victory. And that we can, we can uh, this idea that, that the war is outside of Russia, the idea of war is outside of Russia as well as inside. It's outside of the Ukraine as well as inside. That this work that we're doing for peace, for love, for igniting the divine is still happening, it's still alive. We, 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 we can turn toward hope. We can turn toward our practices, cultivate a community of care, reach out to those close to us and figure out a way to act in support of people who need support globally. The other thing Holmes said in what we believe is we believe that the kingdom of heaven is within us and that we'd experience this kingdom to the degree that we become conscious of it. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when I read this stuff from Holmes, it hits me right in my not enoughness. You know, I'll become conscious of the kingdom of heaven when I let myself get there. And I just try to shake that off and let go of that sense of not enoughness and get myself ready to access the bliss that I was born of, the wholeness and essence and perfection that I was born of, and to know that that light is in me. Last week I was in Seattle and I was watching CBC Canadian broadcast news and they were running a story about pickleball in Coquitlam <laughs> which I and I was kind of in awe I was like how can they be running this story about pickleball right after a story that's about Russia illegally violently waging war in the Ukraine 
And it just sparked in, in me this idea that it's okay to play. It really is okay to play. Even in the midst of everything that's happening globally and worldwide, it is absolutely okay to play. And I guess the story of the ordinance is that pickleball is loud and, and that there's been a huge increase in the population of people in Vancouver, in BC that are playing pickleball. And um, so, yeah, well, I'll leave you with that. You all can decide how much pickleball gets to be played and what the hours that pickleball can be played. But even as we are in the midst of this conversation, this grief, this feeling about war, we can play, we can engage as Reverend Nadine is bringing this play shop on unleashing our creative imagination. And when we play, we activate a hopeful consciousness. When we play, we activate a sense of possibility. In, in the original foundations curriculum, there used to be this question when you took the class, it's the, the foundations of science of mind. There was this question in the early weeks of the class that said, what do you do that while you're doing it, time dissipates? And that idea being that as adults, we often forget to play. We put down play. We don't see the value in play. But what are the things that we do that when we're doing them, time dissipates? And that means that everything else fades away. We have focus. We have joy, happiness, maybe some intensity, creativity. So how do we go to our spiritual practice right now? And what if our spiritual practice was instead of a bunch of tools, spiritual tools, which then kind of implies that something needs to be fixed. What if we had a toy box of spiritual engagements? that we could kind of pick through and pick the thing that feels like it's gonna really support us and accessing and remembering and reigniting in that space that we are the body of God. I am the manifest universe. I am the logical and necessary outcome of the infinite self-knowingness of God that God created me in its likeness and image. And all that it is, all that it poured into me in that moment of brilliance that brought me into being, how do I play with all that stuff? How do I get in and access that right now? At a time that globally playing with our spiritual stuff, playing at our divinity, playing with the divine can engage and aliven an energy consciousness of peace and love globally. It's okay for us to play and feel good. 
and be present to and in love. And so what can you play with this week? If you look at your spiritual tools and you pick one and decide this is my toy this week, I'm going to fluff it up. I'm going to bounce on the trampoline with it. I'm going to toss it in the air. I'm going to engage with it in play. And as we know in science, that we have these happy chemicals in our bodies, that they boost us and help us feel better, help us feel passionate and inspired and hopeful. And there are four primary chemicals that drive positive emotions in our brains and in our bodies. And they're dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins. And so I was looking at this this week and I was thinking, if I map my spiritual toys to serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin, and endorphins, <laughs> what, you know, how that's fun. Well, that would be fun. So I know that serotonin is engaged through meditation, through listening to music, through walking in nature, through journaling, which are all ways to engage the divine. Dopamine is engaged when we ask questions or when we state affirmations. And oxytocin is released when we have deep conversations. And so I decided that this week that I would have some deep conversations with the divine. And endorphins are released when we laugh, when we run, many different ways. And so I decided that I would laugh as a spiritual practice this week. Because when I play, when we play, we reignite hope. We reignite courage to believe in peace, to believe in a world that works for everyone. When we play, we re-engage the truth of who we are. We are divine beings. We are the logical and necessary outcome of the thing itself, which made us. And when we engage this truth together in this community, we are a place of re resilience and belonging and care and love. So it's okay to play this week. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to play. And when we do, I believe we are loving at a deeper level than we have ever loved before. And peace is more possible than it has ever been before. Thank you. So as we go into prayer, I want you to go within and also maintain an awareness of everyone in this space with you. 
that we are one. We are living in and as the one. There is only one. One power, one presence, one infinite intelligence. One deep and abiding love, wisdom, energy that's in and through all things. That it's always present, always available. And that no matter what, we can turn toward it and to it and allow it to be alive in us. Knowing that it is alive in each and every one of us more powerfully than ever before. That we feel it, there's a palpable sense of our connection, our power, our love, the beauty of this community and everything that comes forth from this moment is a testimony to the oneness of all life. So I'm giving thanks for the brilliance that is Zoom, the brilliance that is each one of us. Giving thanks for everything that we go do and be as individuals, as members of our family and in our community. Knowing that we share love, we build care, we build connection and belonging. And if we don't, if for some reason we misstep, We gently bring ourselves back to the truth of who and what we are. We bring ourselves back with love to the love that we are. So I give thanks and I release this word. I let go, I take my mind off, I take my hands off. I release it to the love and the law, knowing that it is already done. And so it is. So now is the time in our um, gathering that it is, if you've been nourished by our gathering, as well as our weekly and monthly programs, including our circles, classes, uh, and our chats afterwards or prayer, that we welcome any gifts of all sizes. And what a lovely demonstration of the law of circulation to receive and to give and know that your contribution makes a positive difference here at CSL White Rock. So you can donate on our website at www.csl-whiterock.com donate. And if giving online doesn't work, that's okay. You can mail us a check, send us an e-transfer, and we'll put all of this in the Zoom chat for you. And we want to thank you so much for your gifts and for your contribution and for your energy here on Sunday morning. So now I ask you to join me in declaring our prosperity affirmation. Divine love within blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. And so it is.